This is the preaching podcast from Keystone Church and Pastor Josh Cox. To find out more about Keystone, visit keystonerdu.church. We hope you enjoy today's message. We are stepping out of our Ephesians series. If you've been coming to Keystone any length of time, uh, we have been in the book of Ephesians for about 16 weeks. Um, and we are, in, we are going to be finishing up chapter 4 of the book of Ephesians um, the next time we're in it. Uh, this Sunday we'll be out of it. Next Sunday we'll be out of it. And then we're going to jump right back into it um, on the 13th. And so that's where we've been. We're going to take a step out today. We're going to be in the book of Joshua. If you'd like to turn your Bibles there to the book of Joshua. You have in your Bibles, on your phone, whatever. It will also be up on the screen. We're going to talk today about two words uh, that the first chapter of the book of Joshua mentions. And that is the word good, the two words, good success. Good success. And as I said at the beginning, I want us to think back on the year 2018. And then I want us to think forward to the year 2019. And I want us to think about two words, good success. Good success. I don't know about you, but if I'm going to do something, I want to be successful at it. If I'm not going to be successful at it, then I either am not going to do it or I'm going to work my tail off in order to become successful at it so that I can enjoy it. I want to be successful. Um, <clears throat> I like to play golf. I'm not very successful at golf. So what do I do? I try to play more golf so that I become more successful. Or I try to play with players that aren't as good as me so I feel better about myself. <laughs> Whatever. If we're going to start a church last October then I wanted to be successful. No one says, hey, I want to start a church or I want to start a business or I want to start this, even a hobby, and I don't want to be successful. Um, the problem with our culture and our society in the day and age in which we live is defining success. Defining success. And I, today, I, I purposefully did not bring you a, a definition of the word success because I want you to think about it but, but, but let's say, is success just the amount of money that you make? Consider this. If success is just the amount of money that you make, so you take that job because it pays you more money, but you don't get to spend time with your family that you used to get to spend, you don't like your coworkers, your boss is a jerk, but you're making more money. Is that success? Okay, is it, okay, you say it's not, money is not success, that is not success. Okay, fine, let's flip it around the other way. You enjoy your job, everything is wonderful, but you don't have enough money to pay your bills at the end of the month. Is that success? We have to understand and kind of define success uh, apart from finances, apart from those things. Uh, success, what is success uh, to you? What is success to me? And I think it looks differently. I think it looks different in what seasons of life that you're in. Success for my wife and I right now for the next few years will be raising our children to love Jesus. Success will look like setting them up the best way that we know how to be the best citizens that they can, not for just this kingdom, but for the kingdom of God. That will be success for us. You may be in a different season of your life. You may be a student and success to you will look like keeping God first in your life as you go through college 
or, or high school when you have so many things trying to gather your attention away from him, keeping him first while still being honoring what you need to do academically or extracurricular. Whatever it looks like. Let's look at what Joshua chapter 1 tells us about good success. Verse 1, after the death of Moses, the leader, the one who brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. We don't have time for a history lesson here, but Moses forfeited his right to go over uh, the, the River Jordan into the Promised Land because of his disobedience to God. But after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and to the great sea, toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. That's significant, by the way, because the Lord was with Moses from day one. Think back at Moses' life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of a good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written there in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of a good courage, do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Heavenly Father, meet with us today from your word. Illuminate scripture in our hearts. Holy Spirit, make it real to us. Holy Spirit, pull it from our heads to our hearts. God, I pray that we would leave here appreciative of 2018, but looking forward to the possibilities of 2019. We love you in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We take this time of year, I I love how we take this time to set goals and I'm all for setting goals. Um, I'm all for putting plans in action. But keep in mind, setting a goal without a plan is just basically a a wish. It's just a dream. Um, And and today I want us to kind of think through uh, what are some things in our lives that we want to improve upon, that we think God has for our families or God has for us this year, and how can this passage of Scripture speak in uh, to that, whatever that is. So it's going to be different for every person. What God is speaking to me about for 2019 is going to be different than what he's speaking to you about. And that's okay. But I believe we can universally apply uh, what this passage of scripture teaches us. Number one this morning, I want us to see this. The promise of God's presence. The promise of God's presence. I'm not going to read all through, but verses one through five, after the death of Moses, he calls Joshua the son of Nun. He tells him what to do. Look at verse three. Every This is God speaking. The Lord spoke. Every place, Joshua, that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. Look down in verse 5. No man shall be able to stand before you 
all the days of your life, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. The promise of God's presence. You say, yeah, that's Old Testament. That's fine. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, we reiterate it. Hebrews 13, 5 simply says this, Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. The promise of God's presence. And I don't know what 2019 has for you. Just like you didn't know what 2018 had for you before it happened. None of us know what 2019 has in store for us. But let me just say this. As sure as what the Bible says, as sure as what God's word says, there is nowhere 2019 can take you that the Lord's presence will not be right there beside you. There is nothing he can take you through. There's no valley he will walk you through that the Lord's presence will not be right in that valley. There's no challenge that he will put in front of you, no obstacle that you will face this year that God's presence will not be right with you. Just as Joshua, can you imagine taking on leading the children of Israel? Millions of people. It will be similar today, I guess, as just being elected the president of the United States. Just all of a sudden, okay, that president has no longer uh, died, so here you are. You're the leader. Take us, and not only only do you have to take care of all the people, but you've got to move us across a river into another land and we're going to take over that land too because you remember what the Lord said, wherever your feet walks, that's yours. There is comfort, Joshua, in knowing that the presence of Almighty God was with you when you took on that endeavor. And let me say this, it is a comfort. 2018, end of 2018, Christian, at Keystone Church this morning, it is a comfort to know that wherever 2019 takes you, whatever path it walks you down, The presence of the Almighty God lives inside of you and dwells within you and is with you. There is no financial pressure that you can face this year that God cannot help you overcome by His presence. There's no relationship issue that can happen this year that God's Holy Spirit cannot walk you through. Hey, there is no, there is no purchase, there is no, uh, there is no problem, there is no situation that you will face this year that His presence will not be there beside you. The truth is the devil can try anything he wants. And he will. He will. He's a roaring lion. He's walking about seeking. He will. The devil will throw darts at you this year in, 20, in this coming year in 2019. You will get faced with something. I don't know what it is. But the devil will come after you. But there's nothing the devil can do to you. That the Holy Spirit's presence is not right there with you. And I'll say this. The devil can bring it. If I've got God with me, bring it on. If I've got God with me, bring it on. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He takes care of me. He's over me. He's beside me. He's under me. He's behind me. He's leading me. Shoot all you want to. Because I've got the presence of God. This morning, I want us to see the promise of God's presence. So whatever God has for you this coming year, whatever he has for you, his presence is there. His presence is there is there what what's the what is the quote the will of god will not take you where the hand of god cannot protect you and it's the truth god's presence this morning the promise of god's presence look at secondly in this passage the challenge to be courageous the challenge 
to be courageous. Verses 6 and 7 and then down in verse 9. Verse 6 says this, Be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous. That you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. Verse 9. Have I not commanded you? Let me repeat it again, Joshua, just so that you know this. Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. This morning, even though we know the previous point to be true, the previous truth, the promise of God's presence, I believe we all know that to be true. We still need the second point. And that is the encouragement to be courageous in order to act upon that. You see, I seem to struggle uh, from, that, from the, the, the transition from knowing God's presence is with me to having the courage to then step out and do what God has for me. Hey, Joshua, listen, God is with you, 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 God is with you. He's with you, he's with you, he's with you. Now do it. God is with you. Now be strong and of a good courage. Hey, God is with you. Be strong and courageous. Hey, God is with you. Now now do it. Notice, he spent the first five verses, Joshua, the sole of your feet, anywhere your feet go, it's yours. The land that I have promised to to your fathers, it is yours. You've got this, Joshua. You've got this. He even repeats it in verse 6. For to this people you shall divide as inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Hey, Joshua, I've already promised the people They're going to get this land. Now, here's what I need you to do. And I'm going to tell you three times in three verses. I need you to be strong and very courageous. I need you to be strong and of a good courage. I look at it this way. This is just a, every now and then, we need a holy kick in the butt. A holy kick in the pants. We need a holy, we need God. I'm right here beside you. And let me just remind you that I'm beside you. Boom. I want to remind you. Hey, I, we just need a, like a, a quick smack in the face. Listen, I'm with you, now do it. I'm with you, now, now do it. For some of us, God has probably been speaking to us about things he wants us to do in our lives for many months or maybe even many years. And some of us just need to say, okay, God, I know that. You've, you've been speaking to me about this, you've been speaking to me about this, and now it's about, it's about time I step out and be strong and very courageous. Hey, I know what God wants me to do. I know his presence is going to be with me. And I need that to transfer from my head to my heart to my feet. From my head, knowing it, to my heart, truly believing it, to my feet, putting it in courageous action. You see, you can know anything you want. There's many people that are sitting at home or in churches all around this area right now that know their Bible. They know scripture. They, they know that God is with them. They know that God wants them to do whatever. They're, they're sitting in churches even this morning probably, and they know and they know and they know and they know and they know. But at some point in time, Joshua, the knowledge of God's presence has got to shift into an action, a courageous step of faith. And for some of us, 2019 needs to be the year that we are courageous. It needs to be the year that we are strong and of good courage. It needs to be the year that we are strong and very courageous. And I'll say this. When you serve a God like we serve, it takes some courage sometimes to obey him. 
Hey, step out, Abraham. Where are we going? I'll tell you later. Hey, step out. I want you to move. Oh, you mean like you want to go on vacation? No, 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 no. I want you to move. Oh, okay, cool. I'll start packing. Um, just real quick, tell me where we're going. I'll tell you. I'll tell you when, happens, when we get there. I'm sorry, what? That, but, but, but it takes courage. It takes courage to obey a God uh, like we serve. It takes courage. Hey, listen, even in the humanity of Jesus, he, he sat there in the, in the garden and, and, and cried out to his father, that remove this cup from me, if, but whatever your will is. Whatever your will is. Stepping in courageous faith. Taking a step of faith and actually doing it. You know what? The Lord's presence is with you. God's presence is with you. So jump. God's presence is with you. So step out. Hey, God's presence is with you. So you're two years old and you're at the pool. God's presence is right there in that pool. It's called your daddy. He is right there. And you're two years old. And what's he saying? Every dad in this room has probably gone through this. Come on. Jump. I got you. I got you. I promise I will not drop you. I promise. I've got you. Just jump. Do you believe that I'm standing right here in front of you? Yes, Daddy. I believe your presence is here. Okay. Just jump. Just jump. And I feel like that can be a 2019 moment for us. You're a toddler at the side of the pool. And you know God is right there. And he just says, okay, only be strong and very courageous. Only be strong and of a good courage. Just take the step. And that's my encouragement to you this morning, is to comprehend and realize God's presence, but take that challenge to be courageous. Hey, whatever you've been thinking about doing for the last five years, do it. Do it. With wisdom, with guidance of the Holy Spirit, do it. Hey, God's been speaking to you about serving in a certain way, maybe in the community or maybe through your local church or maybe in your family somehow. Do it. Make 2019 the year that you just say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to take off the floaties. I'm going to take them off, finally. I seem to have like a permanent floaty like right here. But anyway, I'm just going to jump. I'm going to do it. I'm going to dive in. You'll hear about, a little bit about that next week. But it takes courage. And I want to challenge you this morning to be strong and very courageous. But then, thirdly, not only do we see the promise of God's presence, we see the challenge to be courageous. It's all grounded in something. And it's probably the key verse to this entire chapter. And that is, thirdly, the wisdom from God's Word. The wisdom from God's Word. You say, how do we know that God's presence is with us? Because He tells us in His Word. Okay, how do we know and understand then when or what we ought to jump out and be courageous on? How do we know we're not just being courageous on just a whim? We're just not being courageous on our own feelings, or we're not just being courageous on whatever we want to do. If we're grounded in the wisdom of God's Word. You see, God's Holy Spirit will never lead us to do anything outside of the boundaries of His Word. And when we are grounded in the wisdom of God's Word... We will do and act on the things that are found within God's 
word. Look at verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then, then, after you have done these things, you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. I didn't break this down today. I know the time. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this, but I love the book of the law. We're going to take that. That was the current written scripture. Obviously, we weren't, didn't have the New Testament yet, didn't have much of the Old Testament yet. Canonization of scripture had not yet happened. However, the law that had been written, portion of the Torah that they had, that book of the law, so we're going to say scripture. I think we can commonly say that that is scripture, right? The book of the law, scripture, shall not depart from your mouth. From your mouth. Hey, that means that we ought to talk about God's word. We ought to talk about maybe the things that we've read in God's word. Maybe we ought to talk about the things that that God's word means to us. Maybe we ought to get up every morning. We ought to quote a verse of scripture to ourselves like, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Maybe we need to get up and and, and quote uh, different verses of scripture. Uh, The Lord is a very present help in time of trouble. My God is my refuge and strength, a very present help in times of trouble. Maybe we need to speak God's word. But he says this. It shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. So we ought to talk about God's word. We ought to soak in and absorb. And for some reason, we've allowed like other religions and maybe some Far East religions and things to take away this word meditate from us. Meditation is a biblical practice. We ought to take that verse of, I will never leave you nor forsake you, and not just speak it, not just talk to our family about it, not just talk to ourselves about it, but we ought to take some time to shut up about it and meditate about it and let it sink in. God, let this, let this verse, let this chapter, let this passage sink in. Honestly, that's one of the ways that I'm able to preach through entire books of the Bible at a time. And for me, not yet at least, it's not gotten to where it's stale because I literally ask God to like, marinate his word in my soul so that when I give it it's fresh so that when I give it it tastes like you know that chicken that's been marinating in that you know Italian seasoning for three days and it's got that just mmm there's something about it that's what I'm talking about that's what I want but I want it from God's word. But look what it says. You should talk about God's word. You should meditate in God's word. And then you ought to observe to do what is written in it. Oh, I'm talking about God's word. I'm meditating on God's word. Okay, now, courageous step of faith. I can do it. I can do it. I can obey it. I can live it. I will say this if I have one regret, regret from my late teenage years into my young adult years is that I didn't develop the proper appetite to soak in God's word, to soak it in. And let me say this, in the technology age that we live in today, you and I do not have an excuse. You say, I'm busy. Okay, well, when you're in your car, turn on the app and turn on the the speaker part of it and listen to the Bible on your way to work. But I don't have time. Well, at work, when you're sitting there, instead of hopping on Facebook, when you're probably not supposed to be on it anyway, hop on your phone or go to Bible.com and look at the Bible instead of some stupid political rant that your friend just went on on Facebook, right? We, we have no excuse. We have no excuse. I just, don't, I just don't have any time to study my Bible, but you just binge watch Designated Survivor for the last three weeks. 
on Netflix. I cannot confirm or deny if I've done that, but I have. I may, maybe I have. I don't. Ha- I just don't have time. But I just watched. I mean, my wife's in here. She doesn't get to come to church that often, so I'm, I got to pick on her. I don't have much time. I just watched Gilmore Girls for the fifteenth time, all the way through. I just watched Friends. I just watched Friends again. I love it. But you know what? Let, let's. Can we be? Can we cut to the chase? Be real. That's where we live. That's where we live. That's where I live. That's where you live. God's word. The wisdom that comes from God's word. Psalm 119, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. For for 2019, I love what it says. It's a lamp to your feet. This is what I take from that. That's the way I apply it. The lamp to your feet means he's going to show you the next step that he wants you to take. Hey, I want to, here's my next step. Hey, the light to your path is that light that shoots out and goes, hey, not only am I going to show you the next step, but I'm going to show you the path that I have for you. I'm going to show that to you. I'm going to illuminate that to you through my word, through my word, through my word. It's going to be a lamp for our next step, a light for our next path. It's God's word. It's the foundation that we must have moving from 2018, moving into 2019. Why? Because we all want good success. We all want good success. 2 Timothy 3, verse 16. We all know this. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. Yes, it is. What's it profitable for? Doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction, and righteousness that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. God's holy word. Hey, listen, his presence is with us. We find that out in his word. Hey, only be strong and very courageous. Hey, we can do that when we understand his, his word. His word. Can I challenge you with one thing? And I'm going to, oh, it's 13. I'm going to be done at 15. I promise. Melissa? Anyway, <clears throat> I'm going to be done, I promise. Can I challenge you to do one thing this week, between now and next Sunday? I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to reveal mine to you next Sunday. I know what it's going to be, but I'm going to wait. Because we need the foundation of Scripture. We need the foundation, this is iPad, but foundation of Scripture. Because we need the foundation. Can I ask you to do this? A couple years ago, my wife and I did a word for the year. And that was kind of our word for that year. Can I, can I encourage you and challenge you to do this between now and next Sunday? Would you select a verse for 2019? For you. Or maybe a verse for your family. And would you select a verse and say, you know what? This is the verse that we're going to claim for our family this year. It could be a verse of growth. It could be a verse of promise. It could be a verse of challenge. Whatever it is, would you this week find a verse and make that your verse? I'll tell you what I'll do. If you want, if you select a verse and you don't know how to do this stuff, you can tell me what your verse is and I'll make you a little uh, screensaver for your phone where that verse can be on your phone the rest of the, rest of the year. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of you. I got you. All right. Um, find a verse. You know why? Because this book of the law should not depart out of their mouth, but we should meditate on it day and night so that we can observe to do everything that's written in it. You want to be a good success? Realize his presence. Step out and be, be courageous. But when you step out, make sure you're landing on God's word. That foundation must be God's word. This has been the preaching podcast from Keystone Church and Pastor Josh Cox. For more information about Keystone Church, visit keystonerdu.church.
please subscribe to hear future messages. Thank you.